Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. On your smart speaker, say play ESPN. We pop up, download the app, one app, one tap, download the podcast. Oh, you can consume this show so many different ways. Good morning, guys. What up, baby? Mornings. What up is you brought your dog to work today. Yeah, Denzel Washington's not here right now. He's uh, going out for his his morning, you know, poop and pee. And who did you get to clean up after your dog, pray tell? Uh, well, it's Victoria. She uh, she works here. She's incredible. She her and Denzel have a bond. Y'all y'all like dog people are out of their minds. When you think about what you really dog do when you people. clean up after your dog, that's not, nothing's worth that. Wait, what are you talking about? Yeah, I man, you got to clean up after the dog. Yeah, you have yeah, to. Well, yeah, yeah, right. And then you have a bag in you your head. It's all yeah, warm you know? and stuff. Disgusting. No, the, the you worst double is that key. I double have you ever had the bag key where nope, you put I your double head, up. You double, double up. See, double I double up. I made the rookie mistake sometimes <laughs> in a rush. You know, I already know where I'm going, Key. I put my hand in there, and all of a sudden, there's like a, it's just a, a puncture in the back. I'm like, oh, yeah. The all, reason oh. what what happens what happens in the bags, they have little bitty, like small little micro, uh, pin like almost pinholes in there. So you got to double up on the bag, Jay. See, Key, I have one more question for you about dogs. Since you have, uh, how many little dogs do you have? Two, two little dogs that are my kids' dogs. Your kids' dogs, okay. Way to qualify. <laughs> what do you feed your dogs? Well, see. See? Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, Keela. Because my dog gets fed doggy man food, like regular dog food. It's no, like regular we, uh, and bits. we boil chicken breasts. You eat all this? <laughs> I know, one of these dudes, yeah. Extra, yeah, are your boil- dogs vegetarian? We- no, the chicken is chicken is yes, uh sorry. Yeah, the chicken. Um find out the dog is on a cleanse like Aaron Rodgers. No, we we buy a big bag of frozen chicken breast from like Costco and we boil it, we slice it up very thin and chop it up, mush it up, we carrots and peas, big wow. frozen bag, and put it all together. Uh we take the the uh the juice from the, the chicken the stock from the chicken and we pour it on top. Every- we put enough little uh Dog food in there, but like organic, blah blah blah. Dog food, and we mix it up. Is this and that's every it. day? Man, go every to the supermarket and get some, some big bag no, of dog food. Literally, literally, probably once a week we boil the chicken, and we put it in the freezer, in the zip freezer Ziploc thing. And when we get ready to feed the dogs, we take it out, put it in the microwave. That way, it, it defrosts and it warms it up just a tad bit, and we feed them. I mean, I, this is what I mean. People are out of control with the dogs. That's Just a little bit. And when I'm they get sick, dog. so, so, so when they get sick, you can also mix rice in there with it oh because God, it coats their stomach. Oh, my God. And, so Jay, if you want to get even, AJ, hey, if you want to get even fancier do not. and make Max throw up in his mouth, Go get some halibut. Steam it. What? No. Okay. Hey, steam, steam halibut. Key, does subject, the butler please, do that for you, or just, is that? No. Oh, okay. No. But, but 
Yeah, we, go get steam, steam. Listen. Get a piece of halibut and steam it. And, and eat it. Google it. it. it it's good for the if dog. I'm steaming halibut. If I'm going through the trouble of steaming halibut, I'm eating it. Listen, we asked you to send in your dog names in honor of Jay's uh, dog's visit to us here at the seaport today. Jay's uh, dog, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington is no, Jay's dog. I love dog my dogs, name. though. They get on my But we wanted sometimes. to know your dogs named after athletes or sports teams, stadiums, since this is a sports show, right? Uh, at Jayman17 says. OB out of bounds, but the kids love to think Obi like Obi Wan Kenobi, Kenobi, Star Wars. Huh. Okay. It's not really has nothing to do with athlete or but, sports but team I or anything. Get, yeah, but you get it. But I mean, now we're expanding. With, but we just—I yeah. just said athletes or sports team. Now we're doing the uh, movies. We're already in it, and it's not even a movie. It just sounds like a movie. Uh, out of bounds. Maybe Obi Toppin or something. Out of bounds. Yeah, Obi Toppin. That would work. Uh, at the Miller Thirty says Kobe is the only answer. I bet you there are lots. That's of a yeah, lots of Kobe. Yes, yeah, a ton of Kobe. That's a dope name though. I know yeah. about three or four people with dogs named Kobe. Austin says hello to my dog Griffey. Right. Okay, King Griffey. Is that King Griffey? Yeah, King Griffey. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Lisa S says my cat is named Lucky. Uh, Max, help me. Here. Lucky Luke Robitaille. We said dog, not cat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, first of all, we, we uh, first of yeah. all. Evan, we laid out the rules very clearly. Dog <laughs> names related to it could be even a stadium, but sports stuff. The first one this got not nothing a cat to do with sports, show. This and is it isn't even about a movie show. star. And now we're up to cats already. I can't do. I, do I can't not do like cats. cats. I can't. Me neither. I, can't. I, I love cats. I'm, I'm alert. You, yeah, you, you I'm really? not ashamed. I got no shame in my game. Here, I'll give you a parcel. I don't have to I, show you. I don't have to show you how tough I am. Oh, I'm, I'm a man. I like I'm dogs, not cats. I like cats a lot. I'm allergic. I give you a bill parcel. I wouldn't have a cat. Don't get me wrong. Wait, You'll love this, this dude. Just you, said I, I'm a huh? cat guy, but I, do. I wouldn't. I, like I would never have only because because pets are not worth the the hair everywhere hey, hey, and the hey, upkeep. Hey. But I, I like cats. I like Wait, dogs tell. too. I would give you a Bill Parcells story because I know you love this, Max. Yeah. So I'm 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 now with the uh, Dallas Cowboys. I leave the Cleveland Browns. I live the Dallas Cowboys. I have nowhere to stay. Right. I get there, trade whatever. Bill wants me to stay at his house. He's like, oh, you know, you can stay in my place. I got my place. You know, and so I'm like, yeah, all right, coach, I'm cool. You got cats, man. I'm not staying at your house with cats running around on on top of the couch. and uh, Because just what you said, the hair. Yeah, everywhere. I don't want that. You know, you know, cats have, <laughs> cats have, this is true, they have a parasite in them that, that, can, that can infect humans, right? And this is actually a huge percentage of the population, of human population, has a parasite that makes you attracted to the cat that wants you to be makes you want to be around the cat. What? Yes, and this parasite also af- affects like rodents which brings them into the that? presence of cats <laughs> which helps your cats. Level of knowledge eat. I'm, so... tell- I'm telling you that's true. Keep by, by, keep by the way, my brother Rich Kleiman, who kind of you know runs all KD stuff and built out the boardroom, boardroom says Key is making his dog food sounds incredible. I don't feed my kids that right. well. I just want you to know, Key, you're feeding your dog halibut. Steaming well, it. No, Steaming every, every, halibut and chicken you, and vegetables. The dog. Can Where you, are we? The Ritz Carlton? What the hell is going on? So clearly, y'all, clearly, y'all still messing around with Alpo. Yeah. Jay. No, see, I don't even know why Max is saying, yeah, he doesn't even own a dog. No, but I'm saying, uh, when I had a cat, I had a <laughs> no, cat as a kid. Man. My parents had, I he put no, cat food in the bowl. You can go, brands of dog food. I'm, I'm not you going to go into the halibut. grocery store. And you go to a pet Key, store, first off, pet you don't, Key, first off, you don't go to a grocery store. You go to Whole Foods. 
You got you get your halibut from Whole Foods. I know this because I know how Jen shops. So now you're telling me that your dog. What is the cost of a meal per <laughs> week for your dog? With the no, no, I didn't say they. The I did not say. I, I did not say they eat halibut every night. <laughs> Don't even try that. Sometimes it's salmon. Stop. Sometimes you send me what? Hey, Key, what is that grocery store you sent me? Where you guys get food from? We are laughing. Oh, about. you talking about where she gets all the vegan stuff? Yeah, Era where one. is what's that called? You remember? Era one. Era one. What is? I yeah. see. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's rich it's people. It's a store that I don't shop at. It's rich people in LA who need something to do. Key yeah, got caught it, up. Era one. I don't shop there, man. I go to Rouse. <laughs> Key, you got I'm a little simple. caught up with all the halibut with the dog. Come on, no, admit it. No, man. Bit. Look, halibut. A small fillet of halibut. Yeah. You steam it. You break yeah. it all the way up fine. And you feed it to him, Max. Go, dog don't need fish, man. Just give it dog food, Key. Oh, God. All right. By the way, Key, by the way, and I'll tell you something else. What else hey, real quick, on? Jay. Key can cook. So he's not, I'm, I'm not believing anything about, oh, you just steam it. No, Key's probably like seasoning he it a little bit. No, you can't give detail. dog seasoning. Right. <laughs> can't give him seasoning. <laughs> Here's, can't give the dog seasoning. Here's uh, something important we have not talked about from Aaron Rodgers' appearance on the Pat McAfee show. We haven't. You believe there's still something. another angle. Um, you know, the, with some of the members of the organization and some of the uh, way the organization uh, kind of operated. And to their credit, and I mean this, uh, so many of the things that we talked about. This is a big clip, okay? This, you, what you're saying right now is going to be heard by a lot of people. There's people laughing in the background. I, I don't want to, like, just jump to any conclusions. But I just want to you know, it sounds like there is a woman laughing in the background. I just would like to let that be known out there. Now, what you were saying about frustrations. <laughs> it's the TV. Mm, it's the TV. Who could that have been? James, um, do you have an update on Aaron Rodgers uh, and Shailene Woodley? James Steele, our producer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, James, you have an update for us? Uh, James, I think your mask is on or your you're muted. That's not a ma- that's not a mask. Am I good? That's a bu- there, no, there, there, there you we go. go. Now oh, you're on. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's uh that's all on Yates. Your conspiracy theory. That, that's that's Yates. All right. Uh, uh there it is. All right. So whatever No, 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 no. Oh. Don't use your regular voice. Deepen the voice. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I can uh, <laughs> I can't do that. I'm just going to talk. All right. Thank you. Okay. So whenever I whenever he put out his hashtag Monday night uh, not raw. Gratitude. Oh, oh, that's a different hashtag. <laughs> yeah, that's a different one. Uh, whatever he put so out. What about Shailene night, Woodley? Go ahead. Oh, about God. Shailene Woodley. I read <laughs> that. And that reading that, it didn't sound like someone who was broken up with the person that he loved. It yep. sounded like he was just grateful that she was in his life. I, re- I, I read nothing about being broken up in that. And then, I agree. And then we hear that yesterday clearly wasn't the television. Because if it was the television, you would have heard it the whole time he was there, right? The whole time he was on, you would have heard something in the background. Well, what clearly if it wasn't, wasn't her? It was somebody else, though. Well, James is clearly <laughs> insinuating <laughs> that that I'm is Shailene you, Woodley that, in the background. That sounded like Shailene Woodley to me. Is that used with the hashtag Monday Night Raw? How do you James? know what she sounds Monday like night, so well? Monday Night Raw, it's a wrestling. What are you uh, talking about? Oh, sorry. Can't call it. Can't call it. Can't call it, man. Oh Lord! Mm. I'm telling you, tomorrow. they're not broken up. <laughs> that, my first reaction to the, the the Monday night gratitude post was, they're definitely not broken up. They they never put out like a, a statement or anything. There was like an article in People magazine saying they talked with a a source close to Rogers that they had ended their engagement. But I'm telling you, 
So everything, still everything that happened the past two days, everything well, that's happened the past so two days, he is days heading to Denver. Yes, he's going back up. to Denver. We, oh, this is I, I Max. So you were you were out in front of us yesterday, and you refused to admit it. I'm going to ask you the same question I asked you yesterday. Are you saying? That he put out that post to say, hey, I'm a free agent. I'm going to go wherever it makes Shailene happy. And if that's Denver, that's Denver. If that's wherever else, that's wherever else. But it sounded to me yesterday like you were saying that post, his future, he's trying to like let her know, I still want to be a part of your life. So whatever team that needs to be, I won't go to Cleveland. I promise if we could just be together. Happy wife, happy life. Right? Tennessee, he yeah, bought land. Stupid. Look, he got two dogs in the bed with him, licking his toes at night. Cause happy <laughs> wife, happy life. Am I right or wrong? It's like boomerang. No, you you wrong about toes. The, the toes licking. I'm not letting the dog. <laughs> touch and why do you think you're toes. kicking him out of the bed? Just you're, put you're, some you're peanut butter on those toes. Kicking him out of the bed because <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I got to hey, phrasing because they lay at the end of the bed and I can't move the cover. You know, I can't move right. So oh, I gotta, this is the worst. I, I kind of agree with James on the whole Shailene thing, though. Like, this, they never came out with a statement. Like, it kind of makes me rethink No, I think, they, I think he did at the beginning, right? Didn't did he? I no, think no statement. No, I, no statement I, from I could Rogers. not. I, I was doing research this morning. Yeah. No, no statement that I could find. There was, a, there was a source close to Rogers who talked to People magazine that said they I had ended I, the engagement. I can't but, keep up with him and his uh, engagements and his Not broken up. I'm telling you, not broken up. Yeah, I mean, I think if you start talking about unconditional love, you're like, oh, maybe they discussed. I could see something like him just bringing it up and her reaction was such that he was like, you know what? I got to stay with this person because she still loves me. Something like that. She's real. Uh, yeah. We're going deep into the speculation zone. I don't know. Why don't Who you knows? just call him, Jay? <laughs> Shut yeah, up, Jay kicks it with him. <laughs> I said one night. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, okay. Geez. All right. I didn't know it was like that. Can I retry that? I didn't know it was like that. I thought you had an Max, ongoing relationship. G, All right. Enough. You kicked it with him, so I just figured you can reach out to him and ask him if it's true or not. Yeah. I'll call Pat McAfee after the show. Is there unconditional love there, or is it not like that? Real love. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's get back to the future of another first ballot all-time great, is this dude the best ever type Hall of Famer? Did you hear what he said? I would play with my son anywhere. LeBron James last year in the NBA will be playing with his son. That's going to be a circus for whoever drafts his son. It also may be a power move to get his son drafted earlier than he probably will oh, be drafted. That will be the most watched draft. And that dude, as a hooper, he wouldn't be a first-round pick. The market is open, people. Brian Windhorst with us right now okay, Wendy. on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. What's going on, Wendy? I hated to break up that conversation. I was here for it. Oh, I see what you did right there with the word breakup. I see it. Well, listen, Rogers <laughs> keeping us guessing with, you know, Green Bay and all this. And my theory is, Wendy, it's not going to be a long-term deal because he likes this. I think he's going to do it again next year and the year after that. But the sure. dude who almost invented it. this – is LeBron James. What do you think about him not closing the door on a return to Cleveland? Well, I think uh, you have to be more cautious of what LeBron does than what LeBron says, because if you go back over the years about statements that, you know, I mean, he famously said he'd never leave Cleveland again, you know, and that changed. So I think what he's doing right now is he's raking the Lakers over the coals a little bit for their inaction at the trade deadline, and he's priming the pump 
to force them to try to go all in this summer with all their draft picks and all their all their things they have to trade so that he can, uh, you know, tr- apply maximum pressure. I wouldn't take any grandiose opinions. I didn't believe it when he said he was never leaving Cleveland. I didn't believe it a couple of times when he said, I'm, I'm never going to leave L.A. I mean, I suspect he'll stay in L.A., but, you know, don't ever believe a sweeping proclamation about LeBron's future. Not a guy who's changed teams four times. Wendy, I know yesterday on Get Up you said, hey, we have to make sure that we separate, right? Like this whole Lakers situation and what's happening for the next couple of years is not dependent upon LeBron, Bronny James Jr. But I am curious to hear from you, how much do you think the market value for Bronny James Jr. has gone up considering that LeBron said, I would play my last year with my son? Yeah, you know, Jay, uh, if you were close to LeBron at all, you knew this is how he felt. Um, I think it, it, he poured some lighter fluid on it because he said it so clearly. But this is what his dream has been for a long time. So um, I think the big thing is, one, remember, we're two years away. Bronny has to play his whole senior season in high school, and then he has to play a one year, whether it's in college or in the G League or whatever he decides to do. So we're two years away. So you're trying to guess. What is LeBron doing at age 40? What is his health status? How does he look? What is Bronny doing at age 40? Is he going to be a pick that you think you can actually develop? Or is it going to be a pick just to get um, uh, uh, to get LeBron? I mean, you know, I have seen crazy stuff to get star players in the past. Way, way, way higher than this threshold. Let me give you a grade premium one example. The Brooklyn Nets signing DeAndre Jordan to a 40 40- million-dollar contract because he was buddies with Durant and Kyrie Irving. They paid $40 million. You think it's a big deal to draft Bronny James? But, again, smart. where Look is what LeBron? Happened. Where are the Lakers? It's a lot to guess between now and 2024. Yeah, that's, that's correct, Wendy. And when you talk about guessing on some things, the Lakers and LeBron James, along with Clutch, I'm going to throw that in there, guessed on the Lakers roster and how to put this thing together. Do you feel like at some point in time, Rob Palinka is just going to continue to put his foot to the floor and not relinquish his power to LeBron and Clutch because they've already made that mistake before? He, if they didn't relinquish their power to Clutch, they wouldn't have the title. I mean, in a, in a vacuum, is it a good idea to let a player at his agent have so much control over decisions in your franchise? No, absolutely not. Would Pat Riley ever allow it? No, absolutely not. But if, if not for the partnership with Rich Paul, the Lakers are still in the wilderness, guys. They were, they were, they were, this organization was out of the playoffs for six straight years until Rich Paul decided to show up and started trying to gear – his guy, to Los Angeles. He geared Contavious Caldwell-Pope, which was the trial balloon. And then he got LeBron. LeBron wanted to be a Laker, but it wasn't because the Lakers had built this incredible, fertile place that was set up to win. He wanted to be a Laker because they were in L.A. and they had great history. That's why he came there. Then Rich Paul pretty much bulldozed Anthony Davis to the Lakers. He he did everything but fly the plane from New Orleans to Los Angeles. Hmm. If they didn't have Rich Paul and LeBron's support, I don't know if they get Anthony Davis the season that they do, and they won the title the first year with him. Um, without Rich Paul, they don't have a title. 
that's just the, the reality. And are there um, things that have happened where LeBron has suggested moves that they didn't work? Yeah. Is, was Russell Westbrook a mistake? Yeah. Is that on LeBron? Yeah. Does that mean that LeBron doesn't want them to flip the roster over again and start anew and trade every draft pick possible? No. Of course he doesn't care about flipping the roster over. He's had roster flip-overs throughout his whole career. Go back and look. There's been seven, eight, nine, ten-player trades. Uh, after the first year in L.A., he hated the roster, and he flushed the whole thing. They changed like 12 guys out. This is what LeBron James does. I love when we get a spirited and feisty Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA insider, joining us here on Keyshawn. Spitting facts. Everybody yes, I love. Yeah, obviously. I love it though yeah. on Keyshawn. Yeah, I want him Max. to continue to go. Yeah. So, Wendy, I, speaking of Anthony Davis, for one second, let's go back down to New Orleans. Any status on what's going on with Zion Williamson? Well, Jay, you've been around basketball, the NBA for a long time. I feel bad for Zion because I can only imagine what he's feeling because one of the things is when, when players are injured, teams usually bend over backwards to keep them involved with their teammates. You know, I, I, recently I've seen Colin Sexton, who's out for the year with the Cavs, he's been rehabbing away from the team, but he keeps flying up and joining the team. You know, there's good things going on there. He's shooting around with them before the game. Like, Ideally, you have a guy integrated, especially when he's a star player. That, that Zion Williamson has been away from the team for seven, eight weeks. Nobody's seen him, has no connection. It's, it's got to be a really hard thing for him. And for him to not be able to play has got to be a really hard thing. There is nothing here that is any good. But the decision has been made, whether it's by Zion or by the people around him, to isolate him. And it's a very unusual decision. And, you know, I would argue that most of the decisions that have been made about Zion's health and about his business, they have, they've been suspect. I mean, he's involved in this giant lawsuit that's been going on for years now because of some really irresponsible decisions that were made while he was in college. And I have no problem with him getting paid. I hope he got a ton of money when he was at Duke. But if you look at those lawsuits, it, there were some really strange decisions being made. And it's cast a doubt on the decision-making around him. So I hope his foot is healthy. But what I know is, is that this process is not helping him with his team. And when you need help with your health, your team is a resource. It shouldn't be regarded as an adversary. And that's what it looks like to me. Brian Windhorst just spitting hot fire. You paid any money. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. That means Wendy, a hundred percent right. Uh, well, KCP got seventeen million for that year. You know it was coming, cost of doing business, and it was business well worth doing for the Lakers. KCP helped them on... win the title. He was their third best player in the finals. That's right. Rich Paul should have gotten a ring. So, Wendy, <laughs> let me ask you this before I let you go, real quick though. So, AD is a clutch player. Are they going to move him? A look to move him? So I think what they're going to look to do is they're going to look for, for two or three players who, who are active players to trade for Russell Westbrook. He will be an expiring contract, and some team that wants to clear out salary cap space literally get two or three guys who can just play basketball. And then you look to, to Taylor Horton Tucker and the two first-round picks that you have, 2027 and 2029, and you look to flop all of that around to try to, 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 try to retrofit. Anthony Davis, the top 10 player when he's healthy, you cannot replace that. I would do that the last resort. If they don't do that, 
if they have another summer of inaction and LeBron gets the, his time to extend in August and he does not extend, game on. But before then, let's see what the Lakers do because you could argue that inaction at the deadline was actually a smart move because it opened up more options for the summer. So I'm going to give the Lakers this summer before I make any judgment and see what they can do. That is Brian Windhorst, ladies and gentlemen. He's been back today. No question. Mm. Fired up, Brian Windhorst. Thanks, Wendy. Take care, guys. Thanks, Wendy. The latest when it comes to Brian Flores' lawsuit against the NFL and what he had to say in his first interview since being hired by the Steelers. That's next. Keyshawn J. Will and Max on your smart speakers by saying play ESPN Radio. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. He just wants to be white-balled, you know, like when you fail and you still get another head coaching job and then another head coaching job. He'd you like mean kind of be... like Cliff Kingsbury? Yeah, he'd like he to be white-balled. From Texas wow. Tech, got the offensive coordinator yeah. job at Southern Cal, and in the same offseason got the head coaching job at Arizona? You don't want to be black-balled. Black-balled when they don't, don't give know. you a job. All know. right. Chris Canty, former Giants defensive end. I figured I'd put a name end. to it, Jay. Yeah, I mean, I, since we're going to Super Bowl it. champion. I noticed what kind of heat you coming in oh, with. Oh, okay, you know. Yes. Hey, um we got to get into so much. we got to get into so much. Where, so, where do we start? Well, I mean, like with, with Chris, I want to oh, start yeah, with yes. Rodgers because Chris was the one. He was, he was subbing in on first take. We did a bunch of shows together. And, Chris, you were the one who really, like, sharpened my thinking on Aaron Rodgers when your thesis was at the time Rodgers wants to control the fate of the end of his Green Bay experience. He saw Favre and how the team decided that. And he decided, no, wh- whatever decision is made, I'm going to be the one making the decision. And that kind of framework helped me see it differently. So that's why I'd like to start with Rodgers. So my sense now is, Chris, he's not going to sign any long-term deal anywhere because I think he likes this. I think he wants to do this again next year, even if he does stay in Green Bay. 
What yeah, do you think? Yeah, it's kind of like the LeBron James approach, right? You continue to put pressure on the organization and you make them acquiesce to everything that you want them to do. Now, I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers is LeBron James. They're not even in the same stratosphere. But what I will say is Aaron Rodgers, after back-to-back -back MVPs, has leveraged his way into the organization doing everything that he wants at every single turn. Last summer, he got them to acquiesce on the contract demands and making a concession to shorten that deal up. They traded for Randall Cobb. They backed him with the whole immunized scandal. They even went this offseason as far as to bring his former quarterbacks coach, Tom Clements, out of retirement to be the team's quarterback coach. And then they were loud and clear about their approach with Aaron Rodgers saying, that we're going to do everything it takes to go all in on Rodgers for the next couple of years to try to win a championship. Aaron Rodgers has gotten everything that he wants from the franchise over the course of the last calendar year. So I can understand why he would admit on the Pat McAfee show that the relationship is better. It's better because Green Bay is doing everything that he wants them to do. So in the end, Chris, what do you think Rodgers does? Does he stay, go? retire key key i think he stays I, I think that's the best place for him in order to compete for a championship i i get how this year ended in losing to jimmy garoppolo and that's a team that didn't score an offensive touchdown in that divisional round game you still found a way to lose at home but when you look at the core pieces that green bay is prepared to keep in place for rogers and you look at the landscape of the nfc knowing that Tampa Bay doesn't have Tom Brady anymore. You're really talking about being better than the Los Angeles Rams, being better than the Dallas Cowboys in order to punch your ticket to the Super Bowl. So it seems like Green Bay would be the best fit in terms of creating a pathway for him to compete for a championship. And we know that that's what it's all about with Rodgers right now so he can get into that conversation with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Joe Montana. Because right now, with only one Super Bowl win, one Super Bowl appearance, he's on the outside looking into that club. Do you think he's sending subliminal messages? Or it's not subliminal. It's pretty direct about his top wide receiver and Devontae Adams about, like, no, don't franchise tag him. Give him a long-term contract for what he's worth. Well, here's the problem that I have with that, Jay. You're not giving the organization a lean on what you're going to do, which muddies the waters in terms of how they're going to deal with Devontae Adams and the rest of his teammates. If Aaron Rodgers said he was coming back, Devontae Adams will have a long-term deal. There's no question about that in my mind. So if you want to get that done, if you're angling to try to help Devontae out, then go ahead and let them know that you're coming back. But the thing that I don't like about it is all the veterans that could be on the bubble with the Green Bay Packers, guys that could be cap casualties, they're uncertain about their football future because what Aaron Rodgers is going to do hasn't been determined yet. And for Green Bay, that's the thing that, that – that, that's got to be frustrating because you could potentially have to move on some, from some really good players, guys like Preston Smith, guys like Desarius Smith. They're almost $50 million over the cap. Now, they restructured Kenny Clark to get some relief, but they still got more work to do. And if you're one of those guys that's going to be cut by the Green Bay Packers, you want to get cut sooner rather than later before the start of free agency mm. so you give yourself a chance to get a jump on all those other guys that could potentially be in on the market. So, Chris, Brian, but uh, are, we, are we fair, though, because yesterday was the first day, the opening day of the offseason moving things around with the franchise tag. And free agency is coming up soon. And Aaron Rodgers did say, guys, that he wanted to make decisions rather quickly and not hold anybody up. So are we going to give him a, another week or two? 
Yeah, I mean, listen, Key, if, if it happens in the next few days, then, you know, no harm, no foul. But if he's dragging this thing all the way out to March 16th, which is the start of the new league year, then I think that's when it's fair to be critical of Aaron Rodgers because it seems like it would be a selfish move. So let me read you. Uh, so first of all, Brian Flores was hired by the Steelers over the weekend, right? Not even as a coordinator, but Mike Tomlin's like not on my watch. The, you know, he's yeah. good. At, this guy's going to have a job, and that's good as a, there's an ongoing lawsuit against the NFL. But he was a successful head coach, and now he's like a, 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 a special assistant. But he was hired by the Steelers over the weekend. He declined to sign a separation deal with the Dolphins so he could speak out. Flores was on HBO's Real Sports with Brian Gumble and said this. I was surprised to learn that when you were let go by the Dolphins, um, that you were asked to sign an NDA, a non-disparagement agreement, um, and you declined. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, you know, just signing that, you know, separation agreement would have um, really silenced me. How much, how much money did you wind up leaving on the table by, by choosing to not sign that agreement? Uh, a, a lot. A good, a good a amount lot. of money. A lot, a lot of money. What's a good it, amount? It was millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. It was two years of his contract. And to Coach Flores' credit, you know, he wasn't going to sign that because he wanted, it wasn't about the money. If it was yeah. about the money, he would have signed it. What he did instead was he filed this lawsuit so that he could help other coaches now and in the, and in the future. Now, the Dolphins released a statement following Flores' interview with Real Sports. Quote, this latest assertion by Brian Flores that Steve Ross mentioned an NDA to him is categorically false. This just did not happen. We simply cannot understand why Brian continues this pattern of making unfounded statements that he knows are untrue. We are fully cooperating with the NFL investigation and looking forward to all the facts coming out, which we are confident will prove that his claims are false and defamatory. Now, to me, Chris, it's like, (laughs) oh, my God, Dolphins better be careful if what Flores is saying is factual, unless they think there's some technicality here, some semantics, like it wasn't Ross personally who went to him. It was some representative of Ross. What do you, how do you read this? Well, here's what I'll say to this, Max. The Dolphins might not understand why Brian Flores keeps making these claims. What I can't understand is why Brian Flores would leave millions of dollars on the table if there wasn't something that could be substantiated, corroborated with the pending litigation that he has in federal court. That's the part that doesn't make sense to me. The fact that he would go on the record and say, I'm not signing what seems to be a standard agreement for most coaches that get terminated, that, that, that goes to show you that there could be some you know, justification for why he took the course of action that he did. The allegations about Stephen Ross wanting him to lose games in 2019 to improve draft position. When you start to look at the big picture in totality, what he did down there, having two winning seasons back-to-back and knowing that over the course of his three years, they had four different starting quarterbacks. That organization hadn't had back-to-back winning seasons since Dave Wanstead in 2002-2003. So why Brian Flores got fired in Miami, it's not about job performance. It's not about production. It's about something else that was going on beyond the scenes. And so that's why I think the NFL is validated in what's going on right now in doing a deep dive and doing an investigation to try to uncover exactly what happened with the Miami Dolphins. Plus, he was beating Belichick like a drum. That's the great Chris Canty, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to respond to that. Respond to that in English. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Key, J., we just heard from Chris Canty in the last segment. And Key, about, I thought it was a strong point. It's, it's tough. And listen, we have to wait for the facts to come out. I get it. I get it. I get it. Don't rush to judgment. But if a dude, in fact, leaves multiple millions on the table in order yes. to tell his story, yeah. you believe there's some weight to the story. It's just human nature, Key. Absolutely. Why would I, why would I take a chance on risking millions? It's not like Brian Flores has made Bill Belichick-type coaching money or Mike Tomlin coaching money. He was in his first tenure as a head coach with the Miami mm-hmm. Dolphins. So his salary wasn't such that he could walk away from millions of dollars, but he did it for the better good. Not only that, he believes in what he stands by. And I think that that just speaks to what could potentially be coming down the pipeline for Stephen Ross and the Miami Dolphins. Why else would you pass on millions of dollars to say, you know what, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go and make some stuff up and just create an environment and an atmosphere that I'm going to have to stand by. And you know what else, Jay? To come to think of it, think about Mm -hmm. this for a minute. He went to the team that basically invented the Rooney Rule. Yep. And you don't think for one minute Mike Tomlin and the Rooney family made a decision after they sat down with him and talked to him, and you don't think when they did that they didn't bring up Everything else? Of course they did. Why? Well, they not just going to blind hiring. They talked to him about everything he might know that's going on with the Miami Dolphins in the, in the NFL in that lawsuit. So let me tell you guys what I can divulge. So I spent a lot of time talking to Brian Flores and his legal team and his best friend, who a guy was a, his assistant coach, Lance Bennett, uh, pretty much every other day, even yesterday. They are extremely prepared. There is a lot more to come. Uh, This is just one of the few steps that they've taken because I think the opportunity opened the door for them to kind of walk in off the Bryant Gumbel interview. But, Key, you're you're 1 million percent correct. Uh, And, and Max, this goes back to what we talked about the other day. And this is why when we first found out about the hire, I said this is such a bad look for the NFL whose players are predominantly 70 percent African-American. When the only black head coach in the entire NFL throughout the midst of 
all this conversation about the lack of minority representation for head coaches decides to say, I'll take you, Brian Flores. Come on my team. It's like not on my watch. It, it's such it. a strong and demanding authoritative type stance key because we talk about oftentimes, no, you're not going to allow this narrative to fade away. Well, It's going to be at the forefront every time the media sees him. And by the way, Lance, um, excuse me, Brian Flores and Mike Tomlin have an understanding in which like, they're not shying away from that. He understands that this is going to come up constantly because Brian Flores is who Brian Flores is. And they understand that. I think that speaks volumes about Mike Tomlin and yeah, the Rooney family. And it goes back to speak to what I was talking about about a month ago, three weeks ago. When you are in a position of power, you reach down and you help those that are less fortunate that look like you. And Mike Tomlin is in a position of power as the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers to reach down to Brian Flores and put him in a situation so he could succeed rather than to ignore like the other 20-something coaches that are in the in the national football, the 30 coaches that are in the National Football League, right? They they all, well, they probably ran for the hills. Oh, no, we, we, we're not going to deal with that. But the Pittsburgh Steelers and Mike Tomlin made a strategic decision that they were going to bring in Brian Flores not only as a black coach but as a qualified coach that knows what the hell he's doing. Imagine the stress that Mike Tomlin had to be under to even make that type of move, knowing that somebody is going up against his employer. I'll remind people again about the situation in the NFL because a lot of I've heard a lot, you know, just because the league is 70% black doesn't mean coaches have to be exactly equally represented, Mm -hmm. especially in a country that it's nowhere near 70% African-American, right? But let me just point something out. There, imagine if, like, it doesn't have to be 90. Let's say it was 50% black. Would that be okay in terms of head coaches? Yeah, I would say so. But so would 90. So would 90. There's so much, in terms of basic fairness, it would be much more fair for there to be 90% of head coaches African-American in the NFL, right? So much more fair because that's only 20% over the, the, the population of the NFL as a percentage, right? Then it would be for, like, there to even be 60 or 70% white coaches, but there's 90-something percent white coaches. So what's the percentage and, of the ownership going to be then? You see? <laughs> you see? But, but, but there's a, a fan, like the Rooney family plus, plus Mike Tomlin is keeping a very qualified, I think an excellent young head coach, just employed in the NFL, or else there's no head coaching job, there's no coordinator's job, there's no like a, a position job even for the guy. Like that's where we are. And I do imagine if black ownership was more representative in the NFL, that I imagine that would be different. But that's not the world we're living in at all. At all. Well, we'll see if Byron Allen, when he buys the Denver Broncos, what happens then, huh? We'll see. I know him a little bit. Our kids used to play together out in L.A. Went to the Trojan, man. USC Trojan, yeah. baby. Did you live next to him? or was that No, not next door. Next to? I, I lived actually next door to Elon Musk. Wow. I was out there. Oh. Was Name dropper. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. 
Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.